So when did you become all bougie and tap water wasn't good enough for you? No, but Dasani water is not good enough for me either. And that's what I'm drinking right now. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, like, it's very, it's, it's, it, it's very, it's very tricky because Dasani water has a taste and water's not supposed to have a taste, but it tastes so good that like, but water's not supposed to have a taste. So I'm not even supposed to be drinking Dasani right now, whatever. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Onika and JR and you are dishing with Dainty Dish. How you doing JR? I am doing a lot better than last week. Oh yeah, it was a shit show with you last week. Yeah, it was, yeah, it wasn't special. I was no. not feeling like a superstar. Mm. Womp womp. Womp womp. But yeah, now I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I'm starting to like enjoy my space. And, I know, uh, I can tell. Yeah, I, I spent a couple days home now, so... Uh, it's been fun. It's I feel been. like every time I come over here, there's something like either new in here or um, it smells like very exotic. It's very, it smells like a yoga studio. It's very nice. <laughs> it's very masculine with the very feminine undertones with the, with the smells. It's great. But like things are moved. Like you're yeah, always, a, you're no, literally, there's no, there's you're still new. in that phase where you're yeah, moving things there's, around, there's like trying to get new. it comfortable. There's nothing new. I'm just trying to figure out where I want things to be. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, no, it's, uh, it smells like a yoga studio. Yeah. I, it I, does. That's, 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 that's what I was, that's what I was going for. That's the vibe. Yeah, like I just I just want it to be relaxed and just you know you come in here and like you even now you come in and you're just your vibe just kind of like you kind of mellow out and you're just yeah okay it's true I feel like I'm supposed to be doing downward dog or something like yeah take that feeling and do it somewhere else <laughs> yeah I'm not doing that in your house yeah, yeah you, you I don't you're not welcome to either to yoga yeah no to yoga in your space no no gotcha no, no. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so what else is going on with me? Uh, I am doing improv stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Love it. Absolutely. It's like my favorite thing on earth. Okay. Uh, yeah. What else is, am I doing? Haven't read a book because I decided that I'm not doing anything. And I stopped doing things for the last, I think I'm on day six now, including when I was sick. <laughs> you decided to take a week off. Yeah, I did. So I did that. And I've just been, you know, at home eating salads and watching youtube videos and, and just cleaning and, you, you know. love that youtube rabbit hole yeah it's fun to go down sometimes i must say you know yeah i like short clips you know they're sometimes they're interesting sometimes they're not you know it's cool yeah but anyway enough about that how are you doing how's uh, mental health day um mental health day was all right uh, i saw my social worker shout out to him uh, he was awesome uh, and i saw my psychiatrist oh yeah yeah, and uh, my uh, psychologist is recently just had a baby, oh, so ooh, ooh. I'm kind of on my own for my therapy for a little while till potentially September. So uh, my whole like job now is to apply what I learned in therapy in my real life. Oh, fantastic! I yeah, like so it's it's kind of scary, like unknown and unchartered territory for me but i'm doing it i'm doing okay i only call in sick for work when i'm sick yeah that's a good thing (laughs) when i'm sick and you know i'm still a productive member of the universe 
So. So wait, what makes you wait having to wait till September? Like, is there's well, no way your they're replacing? Is coming. Oh, okay. They're replacing her with someone I'm else. Like, there's no way this woman's coming back after like three months. September? Off. No, no. They're replacing her with someone else in September, which is another kind of like one of those things. I I don't like newness. Newness. That's your new word. Like for the newness. Day? Newness is my word for the day. Yeah, I don't newness. like newness. Like. Okay. I like old and comfortable, like a, you know, a kept teddy bear that I've had for 27 years. And I do have my te- my teddy bear. So like just an old, comfortable teddy bear. Uh, so newness kind of bothers me. So I, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to hop on and do the therapy with the new girl. Oh, okay. You're going to do self-therapy? Self-therapy? I'm going to, no, I'm just going to like wait it out for the year and go back to my old therapist. So what happens if you have like a glum moment? Like a crisis? I'm supposed to, I guess I'll go to my social worker. I don't know. I'll just like, I have to learn. I have to learn to kind of do things on my own. And that's kind of, I think what my therapist was saying. I can't believe you're saying that out loud. Oh, shut up. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> so I have to learn. So hopefully, you know, there won't be any too many big situations where I'd need any kind of guidance. And, you know, it hasn't been so far. It's been good. So far, so good. But stressful. A little stressful. Okay. Fair yeah. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Work's going good. Yeah, you Nothing still have new a job. There. Still have a job. Nice. Still have a job. Just coming off our big sale. Finally, it's almost done. Sale time's the worst time. Um... Hours are pretty good though. So Still t- the time when people are in the store where they're buying things, where, the you're, where you're needed um, to it's be on staff, so you can get work and, and get people paid in so, hours. But no, oh, it's are, it's it's the worst. I don't want to be at my job and actually do work. I just want to no, go to my it job. No, it has nothing and, to do with work. It has to do with the people that are there. It's like here's here's all that we have, and it's and all of it is on sale now. You're asking me for a specific thing that you can't find that you assume I'll have in the back room. When the sale is, it's everything here. That's all we have. And I tell you, that's all we have. Then you go ask two or three more associates the same thing. Like it's, people are just crazy during sales. Like people do things they wouldn't normally do. They say things they wouldn't normally say. Like they're just kind of, Sale, 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 sale. So they, they don't, I don't think they think sometimes. You know what's interesting? I always, I don't know, I've, I've had friends that are in retail from the time I was like young and, and on all levels, you know? And so I've always asked questions and there's no such thing as a sale. No, because the company sets the prices. Sets the price. So whoever sets the price, you can't have a sale. You can't have a sale. You're you like, can say 75% off of this and you're still making a profit. But you don't even know if that's really 75% off what? Like there's no, there's no, there's no, you have no idea what the cost was. You have no idea what the real um, price is of, 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 of whatever it is you're selling. Whatever and people commodity. are so thirsty for those labels. They're so thirsty for what? those labels. Let me tell you. That they will pay out the ASS to get those labels. And when you throw the word sale in there too. Label sale. Label sale. Like what? it's it's insanity. It's complete insanity. So I think it's an obsession with labels is and wanting to and wanting to get labels is the problem. Yeah. I More mean, than the idea of a sale. Like it's interesting now that I can I'm, I'm kind of, I can kind of afford a label here or there. Mm-hmm. I I would not spend my money on a label. No. It's, it's more like really wait I have a I, 
no, <laughs> no, thank you. Um, but I've done some dumb shit. Like, I mean, um, I went to uh, Rodeo Drive maybe like five years ago. No, and look did at the, you. And did the, um, was it Calvin the- Klein or Ralph Lauren? One of those, I don't remember which one. I think it was Ralph Lauren. Um, and I did the whole uh, champagne in the store and and the shirts are like 200 bucks. And yeah, I, I did that. Oh my goodness! But I still have the shirts, and they're of the highest quality, and they feel amazing. They were Italian woven, like by little ladies with little fingers, and it, it was. I mean, they, they feel good. They feel good. They feel good. That's the most important part. Amazing. That's the most important part. After yeah. like spending two hundred dollars on a shirt, you yeah, hope it, that will, it would feel good. And the thing is, like, I'll I'll never do that again. I mean, I did you it. Once. Never say never. Never say never. Never but say I mean, never. Can never say like, never. Because you know, if if, if I like, I'll never do the champagne treatment again. Like, give me a break. But it was phenomenal. I won't lie. break like you're never gonna do that again like (laughs) i haven't done it yet but i hope to do it at least one day i want a full pretty woman experience oh man like yep i'm gonna that's gonna be me one day because i didn't grow up with labels i didn't have labels when i was a kid that was not something my parents and my mother specifically subscribed to like my clothes are from byway and bargain zellers i had had, um, zellers yeah venture shoes do you remember those ones um, I don't even know what kind of. Sh- I remember that one time I convinced my mom to buy me some LA gears. Well, the one with the lights. The one with the lights. Yeah. I had the one with the lights, and it had two because there was. If you were boss, like if you were like balling, like it was your hobby, you had the three laces. Like you had. Th- I don't know how they got three laces in these shoes, but you had the three laces. So the crisscross was six laces. Right, that was like what? when you were. That's the, that was the balling LA gear. Okay, and okay. then there was the two laces that anyone could like have, but like I always had two laces we, in my shoes. I'm just we saying, were, no, like double laces. Like th- that was LA gear's thing. They had double laces. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't the lights in the shoes. It was the double laces. Okay, but, I guess I was totally off with you, that. Yeah, no, you're just I, I had it for younger the than me. I had, yeah, I guess you're yeah. just younger than I'm, me. I'm just younger, I'm just younger. Yeah, the original model had the special <laughs> the laces. Model. They had like, the special laces. The iPhone one. Yeah, the iPhone one. <laughs> <laughs> you're an iPhone ten kind of guy. Oh, like gosh. I'm talking about iPhone one right now. You oh, got to get gosh. back down, down. Get over here. Get over here. <laughs> no, but yeah. So I convinced my mom, and I think I had a pair of Nikes ones because I tricked my dad into buying me some Nikes. Oh my. So, but like, that's the only name brand. Like, I didn't grow up with name brand stuff. Like, my mom just never bought us name brand stuff. Yeah, neither did I. Except I used to get my shoes from this place, at, like up in Pickering, actually. Um, National Sports. That little oh that gosh, National Sports so was like I, a trip. So I would I would get brand names, but I would get the ones from like the table that were like twenty bucks. So it was like, yeah, it's it's a Nike shoe, but it's just like, yeah, no Cheaper. one's ever heard. Of it. No one's ever heard of it. I mean, I did get, although when I was playing basketball in high school, my dad did uh, make me a deal once. He was kind of like, um, all right, well, if you want brand name, then you can you can, you can can pay brand name difference. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't grow up with brand names. I never saw the, I never saw the point. Like, it was kind of like, except she goes, I got my stuff tailor made. Like, hand, like, my dress clothes were like, my dad was always like, he was very specific about that. So, oh my gosh, you grew up like beyond handmade or, or beyond labels, sorry, to handmade tailor. Like the pants, yeah, like that. So, it's kind of like, yo, was there, there was no, there's no, there's no, we it, went to the store and bought me pants. Like, 
Just no, I was going. People. I went. I went somewhere. Some little Italian guy or some oh little Jewish guy. I don't even gosh. know or Greek you guy. I don't know what he was back then. Like you went to this little room. And he's saying, "Stand still," and you're like, "That's beyond labels." You're, to you're like you. beyond you're labels. Like, that was, that was At like, that point, you're beyond labels. That's my childhood, you. yo. That was that's you're, for real. You're be, you you got your inseam done. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember your first inseam? Oh I don't. Gosh. I don't remember my first inseam. I do. That's but the funny I'm sure thing. you remember yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real yeah, talk. that's beyond labels. I can't even. You know what? I'm not even talking about like clothes with you anymore. <laughs> I'm changing the topic. What about labels in relationships? Labels. Because remember, we were talking. We were talking about this yesterday about my whole. Um, long distance open situation. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no. I'm going to call you out on that first. Let me let me call you out because, what was it? I, I probably around, I don't know, I think it was over maybe our sixth or seventh episode, you went on this like, I hate this guy. He called me fat and I'm never talking to him again I, and he's an, he's a jerk. And then, uh, we were hanging out after recording, I think maybe it was a couple weeks ago's episode and all of a sudden your phone rings and you go from Yo, 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 Nika, Julian, hey, what's going on? JR, what's going on? Um, you know, cool cousin to, hey, baby, I miss you. What are you doing? It's your birthday. Oh, I miss you. Oh, my gosh. You, you go sound Asian. Oh, is that it? Yeah, you sound Asian. I don't sound like that. Okay, you don't sound Asian. I don't know what I was doing. Okay, never mind. But you were just it going was, off. It was, it was kind of a little sexual. So, like, just bring that back. Let's rewind that. Let's rewind that. Let's rewind that. Okay, let's, you, Here, were just, here's you were just the very, situation. You were very, you were very lovey-dovey. You went from I being, was, and I agree with you. you, I, having, like, you if, if anyone didn't know better, they didn't know you had chicken grease and all barbecue sauce in your face when you were talking. Whatever. It, at the end of the day, at the end of the day... That dude. He said loves, sorry. He said he he did say sorry, even though I don't think he was sorry. Here's here's how he explained it to me, and I'll, and this mm-hmm. is why I took the explanation. Mm-hmm. So he's an American, and so that's an excuse. No, he's an American, and he likes his girls thick. So when he saw me getting thick, he thought he would comment on it. I'm Canadian, and if someone sends me emojis with food, I'm going to get a little pissed off because I'm thinking they're calling me fat. Now, when we got on the phone and we finally spoke about this, this was like six months later because I missed him. So I called him. I said, screw it. I'm going to call him. Uh, And he said, yeah, I just said if you were thick in your face, you're going to be thick other places that I might like. So I didn't mean it as an insult. I meant it as a compliment. But I'm sorry that you took it the wrong way. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Because at the end of the day, I am a little thick right now. I am a little thick. So never never been this thick before. Never been this thick before trying to get back to being thin. But I'm a little bit thick. So was he telling... The truth, he was. Did it hurt my feelings? Yes. Did he apologize for it? Yes. Did I accept? Absolutely, because I miss my man. So, whatever. Sometimes you got to let some things slide. <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. So, what is your label? That's you. That's your man. Well, I what mean, is man? What is man on the scale of husband I mean, to husband to just dude? I'm I'm messing with. Um, I think at the end of the day, like. I hold him down and I'm there for him and he's there for me and 
we have really great conversations and we laugh together we could joke together we could be serious we could be silly to me he's my man like he's just someone I've had in my life for eight years and I continue to have in my life and regardless of the distance because he lives somewhere else I live in Canada he lives in the states uh regardless of the distance we just have always stayed connected so I don't know what label to put on that but I would say I'm his girl and he's my man that was cute yeah, that I was real so. cute. That was real cute. I'm gonna let you have that. Are you gonna let me have that? Yeah, that was real cute. That was real cute. But like, back to labels. Um, <laughs> so you're, you're saying, so what is that? I is think labels are complicated. I think they make things complicated more than they need to be. Really? Yeah, I think. Um, I think when we subscribe to labels, it just it confuses the essence of who we are and like what we're trying to do like putting a label on your relationships for example boyfriend girlfriend yeah yeah now you're stuck in those labels like i'm confused i, I feel understand. like like what would what other options would there be if you're at that level i feel like there's expectations that come with those labels that might not necessarily be fair to place on another person like when you hear when you hear someone's my boyfriend you expect example for them to be the person that makes you whole and makes you happy and makes you feel like everything but that's a that's a naive expectation of a partner someone should not make you whole you should make yourself whole and that person should compliment you that's true but do we want to still call that boyfriend and girlfriend or do we want to call that a partnership? I find I find I find certain labels to be maybe juvenile. Um well just thing I I think I would I think we'd have to make a hierarchy because I think that partner comes after boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, I Like I mean I as someone who's probably not going to get married ever again. <laughs> oh, Lord. Never say never. Um, I said probably not. I didn't say never. I said probably not. Probably not. I said probably not. Okay. Um, I think partner would be the the ultimate goal. I mean, if, 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 if having someone in that capacity in, in my life is something that I eventually want, mm -hmm. I think that a partnership would be the ultimate goal if I'm trying to get to a committed state with someone yeah um i think that a, a, a boyfriend girlfriend could just be someone that i hang out with consistently mm -hmm. but um mm -hmm. you know i'm i'm to some degree aware that this is probably not going to go anywhere mm -hmm. or it might go somewhere but other things need to happen before it can go somewhere yeah um yeah, so I think that 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 might be a, an area where you can kind of still use the title boyfriend girlfriend. Although I don't, I don't know. I was in my thirties. I don't know if I really want to say. Actually, yeah, I don't care. I don't I'm care if I. Still, I don't care. I don't care if. I'm a grown ass woman. I don't date no boys. 
<laughs> it'll be my man friend <laughs> like well unfortunately um, all you women act like girls in my opinion right oh, now whatever <laughs> I'm just throwing bitter that. boy bitter 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 bitter, bitter boy I'm bitter like I don't know what's some bitter what's something like, real bitter dark chocolate oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. bitter like dark chocolate oh boy yeah no I I don't know I just feel like how do you feel <laughs> 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 I think labels are going to be the death of us. I think that yeah, when you're, we... You're the one that brought it up. So yeah, just, I think labels are going to be the death of us. I think when we we strive to become something that we aren't are necessarily not, like the labels that I've had in my life, for instance, like I know I'm somebody's daughter. I know I'm somebody's sister. Yeah. You know... You're somebody's cousin. I'm somebody's cousin. You know, I'm a student. You know, I'm a teacher. Not a teacher teacher, but like a teacher. You're a mental health advocate. I'm a mental health advocate. Some of these labels are are positive and they've bought a lot of positive things into my life. But, you know, others present their challenges like i find it challenging to be the daughter for instance that i think my parents my parents had wanted me to be your parents had expectations my parents had expectations of me as their firstborn child their firstborn daughter um that i didn't necessarily meet like I, i you know i did the education piece but like beyond that like settling down and finding a husband and having kids and getting especially the part about getting a a good solid stable job like in a career you know i didn't but those things were all based on their experiences and the things that they thought were necessarily might be the best route for you and you be my well my mom was a little bit more open so i don't know she was she had very little expectations uh she was just like do whatever you want whatever makes you happy like i had one of those moms which is yeah I, my mom i would say because they're sisters but my mom was definitely like that it was more it was more papa dainty that would that had the the pressure cooker on me all the time you know and expectations of what i should be and what a good daughter should be and when i wasn't that good daughter you know there'd be conflict (laughs) there'd be a lot of conflict you know so i don't know i just feel like i'm onika (laughs) that's that's who i am in everything i do i'm onika and that's the only label that i ever want just that of my first onika latoya dainty that of my first middle and last name no other expectations of me but being like salt <laughs> being as common as salt <laughs> i want to be as common as salt i do i absolutely do but i don't want any any outside of that outside of my personality outside of you know what i share with you or what i share with my family like i don't want any outside labels or outside expectations what are some of the labels that have been given to you in your life that you don't necessarily subscribe to Uh, labels that I don't subscribe to. Um. Oh, because I'm black, I'm a baby daddy. Ooh. 
baby daddy. Yeah. Or I'm going, or, 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 or I strive to be the type of person that you see in a, in a hip hop video <laughs> or, or in, in that type of pop culture nature. Like, I'm not, I don't identify with those people, right? Like, I don't. Yeah. Um, but it's the assumptions typically made. Um, and then you always have to hear the, well, you're not one of them. Or you're one of the good ones. Once they realize you're not, you don't subscribe to that label. Yeah, that particular label. Like, don't get me wrong, I love hip hop music, and I of love. Of course. And I love. I love. I, I love. I love that culture just like as much as everybody else. But unfortunately, I realize that mm-hmm. there's a negative connotation with it, and I, I in public will not, you know, advocate for it. You're a multifaceted type of dude. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, you're multifaceted. So you, just because you like hip hop doesn't necessarily mean you subscribe to the hip hop culture. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's that's a way of putting it. Because I mean, there's a lot of things in the hip hop culture that kind of um, it's interesting. Like, I, you know, when it comes to drugs, um, anybody who's got like West Indian parents. Drugs is like the worst thing that you can like. They they don't they don't play like no, but no, and, and then but then you you see in you know hip hop and I guess unfortunately American black culture which trickles down to what is Canadian based off of images in the media and you know due to proximity. People basically associate drugs with hip-hop it's like the two are synonymous to the point where my sister actually went on a retreat once a religious retreat that like broke down hip-hop and how like everything in hip-hop was related to drugs and like evil and like bad things i think that's there is some truth to that but hip-hop is about telling your own personal story and if if hip-hop started hip-hop started you know in in the um, in the poorest neighborhoods of of New York, um, influenced by you know the Jamaican um, reggae dancehall that sound system culture mixed with yeah. you know the whole masters just so toasting like that's the origins of hip hop and, and and so then you have the whole what what are people so originally they were just they're talking about dancing and partying and stuff but then you have an era of you know crack cocaine and so what do people talk about things they know. Yeah, right? things so, that they've done, things they've, they've done, so that they've experienced. So you know, that's why you know today you might see a little bit. You see recreational drug use today in the music, as opposed to yeah. back in the day where it was selling the drug use. Today it's like, well, we don't sell. We don't. We don't drug dealers. No, no, we don't play with those people. But you know, but we'll do some drugs. But we'll do some drugs. You know, we'll do some. We'll do know, some fucked up drugs. You know, we'll do like, some drugs. And I mean, and it, we'll pop a molly. We'll pop a molly. <laughs> we'll pop a molly. <laughs> Like, but it's, it's beyond that though like I mean it's it's prescription drugs as well right? yeah Percocets yeah there's that song about Percocets and I mean but it, it, I think it goes even further I mean beyond that I mean I remember when I was was in school I mean the the outside of marijuana I mean the 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 drug of choice was uh Ritalin and Adderall right to help you focus yeah the right? ADHD ADHD drugs. drugs to help you focus so you can like power through Writing those mm-hmm. papers, right? I don't know. It's probably still popular now. Um, I used likely. to take caffeine pills for that. 
Ooh, I did that one night. Like Never it's like ten again. cups of coffee in one. You sleep for like thirteen solid hours after that. Like you hand uh, in your paper, you go home, and you sleep. My problem was I, I it was a capsule, and I took I like opened up the capsule, and just kind of had the caffeine on my tongue. Oh no! So, no no. So not only did I finish my paper faster than I thought I would, um, then you were just up, and I was wired up. <laughs> the whole night um that's hilarious ended up going to class handing in the actually this it this it gets it gets kind of tragic though because um (laughs) on a serious note though the next morning my go to class to hand in my paper and my it was russian history and my professor had passed away the night before oh try yeah so it was like a combination of a bunch of things right so um so then now he just wished like can i just want to sleep so so now i handed the paper to the ta and now i remember (laughs) i was like yo i can't do this and i went and crashed in the library (laughs) i was done oh my gosh caffeine pills though they'll save your life They will save your grade. They will save your grade. But yeah, there was back in the day, like you said, it was pot, and uh, I never took I never took Ritalin or any of that stuff. I tried. I tried Adderall. That was no. I never did that. It was. I've never been so focused in my life. Like it was. It was scary. It was scary. I thought. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) I was super focused. Like it was. It was actually. Was it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was just. It felt. It felt very uncomfortable for for the, knowing that this is a prescription drug that did this. This was yeah. No, was those you got to stay away from prescription yeah, drugs. You gotta. I remember the first time I got high. It was um, I was twenty years old, and my friend Peter from Bulgaria. He's probably listening. Hey, Peter. Um, yeah, he he came over, and it was another roommate of mine. Not the white one because she was pissed off later. I won't say her name, but not the white one. There's another roommate of mine, and we were kind of hanging out. Peter came over with some some pot. He called he called it pot, and uh, he's like, "Do you, you know? Do you guys want to try it?" I'm like, "Like sure, why not?" You know, I was like, "Never done it before, why not?" So he's like, "Do you have a water bottle and a pen?" <laughs> and so, <laughs> I didn't know how weed was supposed to be smoked. So I thought this was normal, right? So he gets, he's like, put a little water in it. So then he makes a makeshift bong and I smoke and I get really high. And my best friend, which is the white roommate, comes home and she sees the bong on the table and she's like, oh, oh, Nika. Like, oh my goodness. And I'm like, I just started laughing. Like, it was really... And my other roommate, she didn't do anything. She didn't do it. She chickened out, but So how do you feel about, like, with I guess marijuana becoming legal. I guess that's not July 1st now. It's like October something, like 1617 or something like that. Yeah. What's, what's, like, is, how's that going to affect the drug culture? Because, I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be less stressed. Um, Amen. Amen. But, uh, I mean, because it's going to be regulated, like, just like alcohol, cigarettes, um, what do you think is going to happen? What do you, how do you think that's going to affect? I think, um, I don't think much is going to change, really. I think people that smoke weed are going to continue to smoke weed, and people that do not smoke weed are not going to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think, you know, 
I think the culture right now, just in general, from kids coming up from high school, because I know that's when some people started, even like at my age, they started Mm -hmm. smoking pot in high school. So if people are smoking pot and doing drugs in high school, they're not they're going to come up doing that stuff. Mm-hmm, They're mm-hmm. gonna end up in their thirties, going to the pot shop, whatever it's gonna be called, and it's it's not gonna be. They're gonna do it more. They're already doing it. Like the, this is this is already so ingrained into our culture. And I don't yeah, know, I don't want to blame yeah. music, and I don't want to blame movies, and I don't want to blame celebrities. Like it's a it's a smorgasbord of things, really. Like it's it's things that you see on the internet. It's peer pressure. It's it's so many different different moving parts to why people it's depression it's anxiety it's mental health like you know mm-hmm. what i mean i i was a, i was a pot smoker i was a heavy heavy pot smoker like i love my pot it was the thing that i did to like de-stress and decompress but remember a year ago i said to you happy people don't do drugs I know. That's when I was like, oh, like, I'm well, good. you know what i mean i'm a happy person now i have a happy i live a basically fulfilling life (laughs) basically fulfilling it could get better i'm sure it will in the long run but you know when i was low and i was feeling low it was like the thing that i did to make me feel happy to get me up like i remember Mm -hmm. the first time i really smoked pot which was with my ex because like the first time we did it i didn't i got a little bit high the second time it was like i i was going through a um, insomnia Mm -hmm. And I wanted, I had my papers due. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't functioning. So the boyfriend at the time said, you know, why don't you try some marijuana? Not realizing I had already like tried this before, but he said, just give it a shot. So it made me sleepy, happy, hungry, and high. (laughs) So it was all the, all the, all the Smurfs, not the Smurfs, (laughs) what are they called? The The seven dwarfs, all the dwarfs were in there. Dopey, sleepy, happy, high. Like I was... And I, I slept for the first time in what felt like two weeks. I had a good sleep. And so that's what I would use it for. You know, that's what it would be. That's how it became a part of my life and a part of my existence. So I don't know. I know at one point I was addicted to it. What? I was addicted to it. No way. I, yeah, you can get addicted to pot. Nah, like, bullshit. You can, you can. Like when you're chronic and you don't think of it like, like when you're doing it like several times a day, like more than like, more than like eight. It, okay, you're. you're yeah, more than like eight times a day. <laughs> you got a problem. Yeah, you got a problem, and then it drove me crazy. 2016. Wow. And, How much? Yeah, that's just too expensive. I was smoking a. I was smoking a lot of weed in 2016. That's a lot expensive. Like I was shit. smoking a lot of weed, so you know I had to just like sit with myself and kind of talk to myself and be like, "Is this for you or isn't it for you?" Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know I had to make the right choice you know for me see i don't know like i'm i think once it's like becomes legal again like i'll probably just say you know if it's a friday night or like you know every now and then the same way i treat alcohol now where it's like eh, i'm not really drinking on a regular basis but you know i might have a have a have a you know a glass of wine here and here or there um i might want to smoke a drink. I'm, I'm never saying never once it becomes legal i'm not gonna say never i'm not gonna say never like uh, yeah I'm not, I'm not going to say never. I, I can't say never with anything. Like, because outside of that, I've also dabbled in some cocaine. 
Oh, you yeah, you yeah. You I've was, dabbled. I've did, dabbled. You dabbled, yeah. I've dabbled in some cocaine. Not there's, there's recently. Some, I'm not saying like I'm not saying recently. This is years ago, but yeah, I, I've I've tried cocaine. I've tried Molly. I've smoked some weed. I've tried um, shrooms. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it it's a part. It's so it's so accessible. Oh and yeah. So this oh yeah. Is, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. this yeah, is yeah. the drug culture accessibility. Yeah. It's all so accessible and cheap. I don't know if it's cheap. But, well, cocaine's not cheap. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's actually. You know what? It is cheap if you it's really cheap. want. Like, because if you think about it, like you're gonna go to a bar and you're gonna spend, you know, ten dollars on a drink. You're probably gonna have to have three, four drinks before you, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're at your point. Um, versus, you know, maybe twenty bucks, thirty bucks, and and whatever drug is your, your fancy. Yeah. It's cheap. It's not yeah. expensive. So, and it's accessible. See, I don't, when it came, when it comes to pot, I've always enjoyed the fact that um, you're still in control. Yeah. With alcohol, you you lose control. It's true. And I'm like, yeah, I don't like that. With feeling. a lot of drugs, you lose control. It's not just not just alcohol. I think with a couple of those ones that I took, I lose. I lost. <laughs> I lost like, my yep, shit. Lost it. Like I lost it completely. So I think I think the reason I don't I don't like do a lot of drugs, like I'm not a big drug person, is because when I'm manic, that's basically what it's like to be on drugs. That's something that a lot of uh, I've heard now said a few times by uh, people with uh, um, any type of or a few mental health um, conditions. Conditions yeah. is that the am I conditions the, is that the word yeah, is that the right one? Okay, yeah. Yeah, like you feel like you're on drugs, so that that manic state, right? That manic state, so you don't necessarily want to repeat that and have that happen to you every single day. So you stay away from drugs for the most part. And if you are doing drugs and you have mental health issues, it's usually because you're self medicating. That's why it's like I, mm-hmm. I said I was addicted to marijuana, but like I just was chronically smoking marijuana to self medicate. Okay, I think that okay. was more of a, that's more of a fair estimation of what was happening at the time. So what? So what do you say to like? Is what do you say to someone with mental health who's a, a, a challenge that's saying, "Hey, um, that's self medicating." Like, what do you, what do you do? Do you? <clears throat> that's do you a say- tough. That's a tough because the thing is, like, I had hi mom. I know you're listening. I, I had my mom try to tell me to stop smoking weed, Onika. Like, all you have to do is just stop smoking weed. At the end of the day, just like any other drugs, like that people put in their system, you have to hit some kind of like a rock bottom, some type of like a uh-oh or whoopsie or like ding 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 type of moment that lets you know this is not a good look this is not the right thing to do and it took seven episodes for me to get there mm-hmm. with people telling me left right and center like just stop smoking weed like so i think yeah. it's just one of those things where especially with people with mental health because it, it's tough it's just it's just tough you have to get to a certain point where you get kind of sick of yourself and sick of your actions and you want and you're motivated to change them so that's what i would say about look at how my phone interrupts, <laughs> interrupts the, the podcast what what what, what, what? Uh, maybe it's a sign that it's time to time to Call it. Yeah. 
Adieu. Bid you adieu. Adieu, adieu to you and you and you. If you guys wanted to tell us any stories about labels that you are currently kind of stuck in and you want to get out of uh, and you want to talk about that, please send us a note. And if you want to tell us of any of the copious amount of drugs you've done, which I'm interested in, um, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally interested in what you've done. Oh um, so send us a note. And JR, tell them how they can reach us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you can reach us at dish, D-Y-S-H, at daintydish.com. That's D-A-I-N-T-Y-D-Y-S-H.com. You can also check out Onika on onikadainty.com, where she's got what on there right now? I've got a poem called Untitled Love that I put up there for my sweet, sweet baby love. You're serious? My sweet, sweet, yeah, for my sweet, sweet baby love jersey. Hey, baby. Oh, well, you can also check her out (laughs) on Instagram at Best of Onika. You can check me out on Instagram at Best of JR. If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us five. You deserve five. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And could you, you could also subscribe and uh, leave a comment. We would truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. If you're listening to us on YouTube or SoundCloud, thank you so much. Subscribe, follow, like, you know, give us some feedback. We totally, totally would appreciate it. We appreciate you so much for listening. Uh, that is it for me. All right, that has been the dish of the day. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I hope you have a very, very, very happy hump day. <laughs>